Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Featuring Brent Fayez. Or is it Fayez? Never know how to say his name. Welcome to the Men on the Internet podcast. My name is Kerbin. I'm Chris. All right. And today we are talking um, a mixture of things. Race relations, this, that, and the third. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of politics, I suppose. So uh, start me off with the Eric Andre story. The latest guy with a fro. So, um, I was on the way back from Colorado, and I, something popped up about Eric Andre. So, um, the article title says, Comedians Eric Andre and Clayton English. I don't know if you who Clayton English is. Nope. Um, sue over Atlanta airport searches. Mm-hmm. They're saying that uh, police in separate incidents at the Atlanta air- airport singled them out for drug search and questioning because of their race. Now, this is a thing that they do. Would you say it was called? Um, like stop, stop, and, and frisk, stop and frisk, or um, in the airport they call it an. Uh, man, what is the? It's a term where they, they just like pick a random person. Mm-hmm. I forgot the term, right. but outside of the airport, that would just be like stop and frisk, right? Hmm. So they're saying that. Racial profiling at Atlanta's main airport um, is a thing in a program supposedly aimed at finding illegal drugs, but in which officers regularly confiscate passengers' cash. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. So they're saying that 
Uh, I'm trying to like not read the whole article. There's two separate incidents. Andre got stopped, and then Clayton got stopped. Um, uh, they did a test, uh, a survey on how many stops that they do at the Atlanta airport. Uh, I think it was like 400 and some odd cases of them stopping people like this. Uh-huh. And they stopped them at the gate, like in the little extra thing bef- right before you get on the plane. Oh, uh, like they the tube? Yeah, the little tube. Not they even that. Uh, not even that. TSA or whatever. Security. No, as soon as they passed all that, they're still stopping people in the tube. And you're like, mm. wait a minute, I'm already on the plane. Like, I supposedly I should have been stopped at TSA, right? Yeah. Um, so they're saying that out of all those 400 stops, more than half, 56% of passengers searched were black and 68% total were people of color. What was the first number? 56%. Black. Black. And then 68% people of color. So, uh, what is the number? 12, uh, 12 more percent were other people of color. Does that make sense? Can you look at the um, demographic of Atlanta? How many people are black? Probably a large a portion. Atlanta demographics. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia population, 2022. Black or African-American, 49.79%. Wow. 40% are white. Wow. Only less than 5% are Asian, and two or more races are 3.18%. Damn. According to worldpopulationreview.com. That is a lot of black people. Quite. <laughs> Quite. Um, okay. All so, right. yeah, that's their argument. Um, now, do I agree with it? I don't know. I don't know. That was one question that came up. How many people in Atlanta are black? Mm -hmm. How many people traveling through that airport are black? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. And the other thing that they said, I don't know if it mentions it in this article, but the other one that I read said that out of all those stops, those 400-some stops, only two people actually had drugs on them, and they stopped them, and they arrested them. Mm. The other people, they would just stole their cash. Not stole their cash. They they confiscated their cash. That I don't understand. I don't know. Um, okay, I think we have multiple things to talk about here. So, so Eric Andre is suing the Atlanta airport? I believe so. Or the police force in the airport. I'm not quite sure. Exactly. Okay. The first thing that's going to be hard for him to prove is that it, they searched him because he's black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they don't say, hey, slave, put your hand over your head, where's... It's like they they leave that door open. Uh, however, I do think he'll probably win, mainly because I think these these officers and uh, police companies or whatever they don't want to deal with it. They they also don't want the bad press. So there's a line item in the budget uh, for lawsuits where mm. it's like, look, yes. a big person is a big person is suing us. Over racial disputes. If we fight this tooth and nail, we look super racist. Mm-hmm. Just pay them and let's keep it going. Right. Um, I think they have that in in the budget. But um, I would love to know what the dialogue was when they stopped him. Did they just say, hey, this is a random search? Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that they the script that they give everybody. Because what I'll tell you is when I was 18, um, 
I want to say it was in the Orlando airport that happened to me, but it happened to me at TSA. So I went through the whole thing. They said, hey, come over here. Pulled me over to this like corner and they pulled a dog on me and had it smell me. And mm. then they patted me down. But you were in the tube? No, no, I was at TSA. Oh. So like where the where the actual your, security yeah, is. Yeah, your to bag is and all <laughs> right. that stuff. And then um, they asked me a bunch of questions, who packed my bag, blah blah blah. I did. Okay, cool. Uh, I think I might have had a bottle of lotion in there, mm-hmm. threw it away, and then that was it. And the last four airport trips that I've had to make. I'll say the last six. My bag has been pulled half the time. Oh really? Mm. And I don't, and I obviously, I don't think it was because of the way I look, mm. uh, kind of because I'm a little white passing, but mm-hmm. whatever. It's because of what they saw in the back. It, they took my Leatherman. I had a Leatherman. Oh yeah. You can little one. Mm. I took it to Fort Worth. Yeah. But some and of no them one said anything. Yeah, but some and on the them. way back, they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, oh. It was in there. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I left my gun. I left my gun in there too. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's a leatherman. It's not, the biggest part is the pliers. It's not a. There's they one little knife. They took it. They threw it away. And I was wow. like, they're like, can you call someone to come pick it up? I was like, I'm. In, I don't know anybody here. <laughs> yeah, just take it. Yeah. And they. It was in the the sleeve. Yep. They looked at it and they're like, you can have the sleeve back. I was like, there's nothing to put in there. Yeah. What do you mean? I would have taken it though. Yeah. I took the sleeve. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Because of the Leatherman, and then someone checked my shampoo, and that was it. Yeah, the shampoo is what always gets me. Right. Yeah, you can't have a um, knife, any right, right, knifey right, right. stuff. Well, I, so I ain't going to be upset about that. But, yeah. Um, all right, the second point is the amount of... Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Okay, right. <laughs> I gotta redo. Uh, yeah, I gotta rethink. think. I gotta think about it. Okay, when it comes to preventing crime, you were a security guard with me. Yes. What was our job? To observe and report. Hmm. What else? What do you mean? There's one other part of our job. Observe, report, and drive around. Do nothing. Presence. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? If people notice that... That's how good of a security guard yeah. was. They didn't know the third part. I can't believe I was... <laughs> right, I right, know right. more. Right. Um, if people think there's somebody watching them or somebody who's reinforcing the rules, they are less likely to commit an act, right? So let's take, for example... And I don't want to say anything bad about it because I saw what y'all did to Alex Jones, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. here for none of that. But... They're shooting in Uvalde. Yeah. Okay. The number one thing that came out of it was the police were not responsive enough. Mm-hmm. They didn't do their job right. accurately. Right. And the way, a way to stop crime is to prevent crime. So when it comes to the airport where so many lives are handled by airline companies and all these things, it could be a huge mess, huge commotion just like 9-11 or whatever, where if one little thing slips past, the, you know what the people are going to say. Why didn't you guys do this? Mm-hmm. You guys should... And it's like, damn, we don't want to not... We don't want to 
But at the same time, we kind of have to because the world is getting crazier and crazier. Right. So even if they stop 400 people, 500 people, 600 people, I don't care. Mainly because even if they find nothing, the fact that they have a system in place where they're checking people, it 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 tells the criminals, all right, I ain't going to mess with them. This ain't the way because they do routine checks and they are not playing around. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because like I said, any little slip up, all of a sudden, everybody knows how to do your job better than you. Right, right, right. So I don't really have a problem with people going through rigorous amounts of security at the airport. Because we know, yo, people fly planes into buildings. Yes. People yes, kill people do. in planes, and there's nothing you can do to save somebody in the sky. So you have to make, you have to f- do your best to make flying extraordinarily safe. Yeah, definitely. The other question I had was, is Atlanta an international airport? It is. It is. It is. It's a big old airport. Okay, yeah, see, that's the other thing. Yeah. Is you have people coming in from different countries. Yes. Of course, there's a possibility that they're going to bring drugs, Uh they're going to hide it, and this and this and that. So Mm -hmm. then that also makes sense why there's so many stops. Yeah, you know, like I don't have a problem with it. I understand, you know, the randomness. Now, this is something that... (laughs) I did in training when I was working with a certain company with a certain group of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. They did. Um, they had they had you look at a group of people okay. and then just say, so I was security. Right. And they just said, all right, out of these groups of people, you have a four foot nine grandma with a hunchback, all white hair. A Hispanic guy with like spiked hair, big spiked hair, thin mustache, tattoos all over his body in a tank top and dirty pants. A black guy with a nice haircut, drove in in a Toyota, Lexus maybe, dressed nice. And then a black guy who has like a couple face tats. Um... A, a dirty jacket, drove in in a 91 Celica. Who do you think you're going to stop? That was the training. Really? <laughs> and, and. That's so fucked up. Dude. That's so fucked up. And we did it for like two weeks. And of course, you don't want to say. Mm-hmm. You don't be the one guy. Yeah. Hey. You don't want to <laughs> say. But. And they did it not only by uh, theory. They would just walk people. Like, people are walking in. Would you stop her? Would you stop him? And you could see what people are driving. Because they come to, they, right. they like, loop into the hospital mm-hmm. to go to the, to get parking. So they were like, okay, based on what that person is driving, what does it look like? Like, there was one obvious one where the car had a bunch of bullet holes on the side. And... uh. And the person walked in and had like blood <laughs> at the bottom of their tank tank top, uh-huh. and it like would just stop that person, but it was like a person of color, right? And so the whole training was like, look, you need to have your wits about you, and it's like, damn it, <laughs> because <laughs> uh, 
No, you're not going to probably spend time searching and talking to a little grandma. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to spend that much time talking to the well-dressed, good-looking black guy who came in a nice car. <sighs> but if somebody kind of looks a little skeezy to you, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's when you're like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. You, not only in the lesson, you don't want to say it, because there were some people who was on their activism stuff in the oh lesson who were like, "That's racial profiling," and the cops would be like, "Okay, uh, oops, I'm, I shouldn't say." But the, the people were like, <laughs> right. "Yeah, the cops would be like, yo, look, we've been doing this job 15, 20 years." Yeah. Yes, that's a whole conversation of like the systematic. Yeah, you know, and people profile. You know, and 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 they and they just think it's common sense. Right. They're just like, look, if somebody looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, do you need to get bit by a duck? You know, type of thing. So, um, and and that's interesting too that they're like, it's obvious who I'm gonna pick. And it's like, wait a minute, I don't like that. That is obvious. The (laughs) worst. The worst part. Is they be right a lot, not all the time, yeah. not all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember the one time the the guy was like very right. A guy came in, person of color, pretty obvious, mm-hmm. and you know it was it was kind of a part of the lesson, but it was also like we were just talking. Guy came in into the ER, and then um, I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to go search your bag and everything like that. And I I, I um, let the person pass, but the officer was like, ah, hold on one second. Brought the, brought the guy back, and he had like a, po- a pocket rocket, like a pocket uh, gun, mm. pocket pocket pistol, mm-hmm. say. like one of those little guns. And, of course, you cannot bring that in. And... Um, he turned out to be a little bit of a problem. Like, he wasn't, he was, like, irate. You know, I don't know if he, of course, he's at the hospital, so I, he probably hurt or whatever. But the cop was really just kind of pointing out, don't just say, oh, he's black, get him. You know, but assess the whole type of situation and then see if you're right. Now, they're not always right, but I guess there's a sense of, feeling you develop when you've done it for so many years. And I'm not saying that Eric Andre or what's the other guy's name? Clayton English. Clayton English looks suspicious at all. But at the same time too, I will, will they be able to prove, will they be able to prove they were stopped outside of a random search? Yeah. And it's because they're black. That's going to be hard to prove. Um, I, I don't know what I want the outcome to be because we are towing the line right now when it comes to safety mm-hmm. and nobody is saying 
hey, loosen up so that people feel better. No one is saying that. But at the same time, loosen up so that people can feel better. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, so I, um, I, I, I hope he gets what he needs to get out of it. Yeah. Um, it it, it kind of sucks to be in that position. I'm sure it was dehumanizing, embarrassing, and whatever. Sure, for sure, yeah. But it, I also wasn't there. I don't know if it was the same type of situation as oh, when. Oh, I think he has a video. Of it. Okay, because I was gonna say, is it the same type of situation as when um the homie who directed Black Panther went to the bank? You remember That's that? Right? Yeah. And I that saw was that a video whole too. like that was a whole situation. Yeah. And I don't know if it was a hey, you've been selected for a random search. Yeah, we got to patch you down. We got to da da da. Or if it was a, like, get on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing. So I don't know, um, but I, I hope that there there can eventually be some kind of peace mm-hmm. within all of us, we the people, because there there has to be a, a level of protection. The amount of taxes we pay, there has to be a level of protection for the average person. Right, there has to be. Yeah, and. Uh, at the same time, there has to be a level of respect for the average person, too. So, I hope Eric Andre... I hope I, I kind of hope he's wrong. Mm. Um, and if he's right, then, you know, make, make it right. Right, definitely. You had some stuff. <laughs> I think it was about the Super Mario World. Yes. Okay, yeah, we just spoke about that. So, my man... Um, John Leguizamo. I didn't know that he was Puerto Rican. I'm pretty sure he's from Pierre. Okay, I thought he was Mexican. But I can kind of see it now. So he slams the all-white cast of the remake of uh, Mario. And he says they don't have enough Latinx leads in the movie. Now, he was saying this about another movie not that long ago. He was. Is he, yo, is he the Hispanic Avenger? Could be. He's the, he's Jay-Z for you guys. <laughs> is that what Jay-Z is for you? Yeah, Jay-Z. Jay, Hove, the whole Avengers. You know, Jay-Z is known for coming out and just be like, yo, man, we got to fix this right here real quick. Uh, his family, it, wait. Uh-huh. I think he is Colombian. And he has a lot of indigenous roots of oh. the, like, native people of... Puerto Rico? Of America. Oh, so he's not Puerto Rican at all? No. Oh. I was wrong. <laughs> I stated it wrong. All right, so he's Colombian. Colombian and native. Is there a difference in last names from country to country? So let's say, I know Spain and Italy are kind of... They have their own names, but if somebody's Dominican... And somebody is Puerto Rican and somebody is Mexican. Would they could they potentially all have the same last name? Probably. I know like Lopez is super popular everywhere. Mm-hmm. Garcia's, Rodriguez, Gonzalez, Philippines. they kind of they go everywhere. Mm-hmm. So mm. somebody's dad was a Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. All right, how does that make you feel? I'm a little confused. Not confused. I'm a little conflicted. In that he is saying that his argument is there's not enough Hispanic actors getting chances for these roles. For like big, big 
time rolls, like mm-hmm. Super Mario's a big thing. Like mm-hmm. that's gonna be huge. Um however, you did mention this before we recorded. If Mario was Hispanic playing played by Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. people would be upset. Sure. There'd be an outrage. Yeah. Um however, this is an Italian guy who I think we've cons- we both agreed was a white guy. <laughs> okay, hold on. No, before Being you say we both, before guy. we say we, before <laughs> you say we both, yeah. there was this argument that are Italians Latin? They're Latin European, or are they white? Okay. Oh man, which is it? And then I think it's race versus ethnicity. Italians are probably white because they're European, but eth- ethnically, are they Latin? I don't know. Oh man, I don't know. All right, so here here it comes down. Italians are European, right? And if you have to fill out a box on the, you know what the, you know what the euros are. Yeah, come on, now. right? Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're white. Yeah. So this being Italian plumber being yeah. played by Chris Pratt, who sounds yeah. like. What's your face from Bob's Burgers? <laughs> um, it's pretty funny. Uh, uh, the wife in Bob's Burgers uh, uh, has like a voice like that. Yeah, she's like talking like this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Pratt sounded like that in the commercial. Really? Oh, <laughs> and shoot. everyone's talking about it. It's like it sounds like <laughs> what's your face from Bob's Burgers? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and in, in that, I see it, but I don't. Like I'm conflicted. I think John Leguizamo's big point is, yo, they are Spanish-ish short of speaking-ish. Yeah. I feel <laughs> but like Italians also, are not speaking Spanish. No, they're not. So, it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's a, not a big a bit of a It's a big old stretch. I understand. So my big old thing now, now that I've understood that the Italians are white, are the Jewish white? We ask this question every year. We do, right? Are Jewish people white? I don't know. Well, there's two different types of Jewish people. There's... The Ashkenazi Jews. Okay, don't be saying no words like that. That's what they call them. Ashka- Ashkenazi. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that? that is... I think it's from like a Poland and Russia and all that. Summer versus... camp. I'm sorry. I did not mean to say it like that. What's the other one? I have to look it up. But um, I don't know. I guess they they are, right? What do you think? Uh, uh, I was just joking. Um, so now that I understand that, look, Je- John Leguizamo has to understand his statement means they should have made Black Panther with Latin people, Latinx people. Well, it's live action versus animation. Understood. But because what I'm saying is there's no connection. Mm-hmm. It's not the story of Frida Kahlo. Right, yes. It's not... I would understand if he was like, oh, why is Chris Pratt playing Mario? They should have had um, um, my man from The Sopranos playing him. Yeah. Because he's Italian. Right. But Latinx and Italian are two different cultures. So you just... Now you're just talking. Well, I think his argument is that Hispanic people don't get enough opportunities to play 
roles. Understood. Big roles, like it's like like I said, Super Mario is a huge thing. It's gonna be a big old movie. Understood. But wouldn't that be so? So let's so say if they it was put like a superhero movie. Not well. Let me not say superhero movie. Let's say they put um, what's my other man's name? He loves. He's a great actor, Hispanic guy. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Let's say they put him as Mario. Then Italian people go, what the hell? Why didn't they put an Italian guy? What is he going to say then? Well, then that goes back to your argument on, I don't know how many episodes ago we were talking about it. How black people get the, uh, I'm from the hood Mm -hmm. coming up. Mm -hmm. How black people get the uh, historical slave, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't get the big roles like John Boyega's got that mm-hmm. presence and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the same argument that John's trying to make for Hispanic people as well. I think that's what he's talking about more so than, oh, he's white guy. Give me a chance. I think it's give us, put us in as big a light as you do white folks here. here okay. Let me. All right. The issue with it is that he connected his point with a specific movie, right? You can't, you can't slam one movie that has nothing to do with black or Latino right. people, right? And then say this is what this is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You got to say, hey, the industry as a whole, because no black guy looks at, um, I don't know what movie just came out. No black guy is looking at. Um, Whatever the uh, um the, t- the the latest Tom Cruise movie mm-hmm. and it's like why isn't that a black guy like what the hell that's super random right you know what I mean right, right, right you have to talk to the industry as a whole because that role has nothing to do with it being specifically black right his point with connecting his idea his philosophy to the movie is him thinking Mario and Luigi or whatever have to be Latinx mm. that's why it can get confusing. What are you talking about? Why did you pick this movie that has nothing to do with Latino people? We're Why not 100% you... sure he picked that movie, though. But he slammed he was, the movie. Right. But I'm sure he was doing... He might... Well, not I'm sure. He might have been doing it in like a broad sense, talking about the industry. And he said, well, look at Super Mario. Look at this and that. Like I said, he was he did that for the last... Some other movie. What other movie it was. Something. He was saying we weren't getting represented as Then well. he got to do it for every movie that comes out. I need to see a John Leguizamo post for every Hulk movie that comes right, out. Every right. Captain America. Every right. single one of these movies that I say, where's the last? Because right now, it just seems like he's just picking random movies. Because, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I would understand if it was a role created for a Latino person. And they just said, right, we're just going to whiteify this. Mm-hmm. But the role is white. Mm-hmm. Granted, he can he passes for multiple things. He doesn't look all the way one thing. He doesn't, you know. So he played Luigi in the past. He you did. told me that. I didn't was, know that. Yeah, he played Luigi in the live action with Bob Hoskins. I don't know if you know who Bob Hoskins is. Wait a second. Was this in 93? Yeah. Oh, that movie's terrible. Huh? That's a terrible movie, but he played Luigi. <laughs> Yeah. The argument wasn't was it a good movie? It was Got he it. played <laughs> Luigi. Got it. Um, he's just thinking I played the role in the past, so why didn't they consider? Yeah, yeah. I get it. Could have been too. You have a personal connection to the to the right, franchise. To the franchise, but, but I don't think he was saying Mario or Luigi. It was like 
Why it was isn't all Bowser? White. Why wasn't Bowser the fucking dragon dude? Mm-hmm. Why wasn't I think Keegan Michael Key plays one of the characters. The, the I, mean, tone I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be mad at that, right? <laughs> but it wasn't. It was like I don't think it was specifically that it was Mario or Luigi. Why, why don't you give uh, any of the like weird little monster things a Hispanic guy? You know what I mean? Like think about it like this. So you know, there's the outrage about the Little Mermaid, right? Mm-hmm. She's black. Let's say they remade Little Mermaid. They put another white girl in there. Mm-hmm. How many black people would be like, she should have been black? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that come off as random? It does, yeah. For right. Sure. You know, for it's sure. like, why? Again, the picking of a specific movie does not help your case. Right. Because yeah. I remember I was at a job one time. We had a podcast about uh, movies. And, you know, Michael J. Fox has Parkinson's. Right. And uh, there's only, what, there's three Back to the Futures? Mm-hmm. Okay. The writer of Back to the Future was interviewed, and they said, um, you know, we, we, we would like to see a fourth Back to the Future. And he was like, nah, you know, we don't have the right story and blah, blah, blah. The interviewer goes... Why don't you make Marty Marty McFly have Parkinson's? Because then Michael J. Fox can incorporate Parkinson's into the movie. And he was like, yeah, that's not really the story that I'm built to tell. Right. We get off, we get off the interview and everybody's like, oh my gosh, he's such an ableist. Oh my gosh. And I was like, who wrote the movie? Michael, Michael J. Fox wrote a documentary about himself or... In the future and in the past, or was it that guy's story and he gave Michael Fox the role? Let him write the story that he knows how to write best. That's his story. So I connected to this because they turned on me and was like, oh, you're an ableist. You're this and that because obviously um, what he could have wrote Parkinson's into the movie and Michael J. Fox could have played it and it would have been a great moment for the Parkinson's community. You know who is best to write for people with Parkinson's somebody who knows anything about Parkinson's and who cares about it. That's another thing about business and creation and art. You have to have a real passion for something to, to make it genuine. If you're like, Oh, I don't care about this, but it's a lick. I'm going to put Parkinson's in a movie. People are going to love it. I'm going to it's going to come off as ingenuine and people are going to have a visceral reaction against it. Mm -hmm. So, I, I think my man, John Leguizamo, got to get some PR on his side that says, if you're going to make these claims, which is totally fine, talk about the industry as a whole. And if you want to put movies down, if you want to put movies down, give a group of them. Give in the last Captain America movie, Iron Man, um, the other big one, mm-hmm. Avengers. Mario, right, all these right. big, big, big movies coming yeah. out. Y'all got zero to three Hispanic people. Right. Where they, the roles are not all made for white people. There are some roles that are just roles. And it's anybody can play them as long as you do a good job. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you guys consider Hispanic people? But being like this movie, mm-hmm. that it's it weakens your point. Because it almost sounds like you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, mm-hmm. the Star Wars franchise, I think it was a couple months ago, 
they released a magazine cover mm-hmm. of all the new Star Wars things that are coming out. Mm-hmm. And I was very proud to see. The cover was nothing but Hispanic people in the Star Wars franchise. Word. Diego Luna is doing great work in Andor. I haven't seen the show yet, but I loved him in Rogue One. You gotta watch that one. That's like the best Star Wars movie out of all of them. I've only seen one Star Wars. Yeah. And it was the um the TV show. Yeah. Ma- Matumba or something? Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I wanted episode to make, one. This is a total side rant. I wanted to make a parody of it called the Salvadorian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be hilarious. Anyway, um, I know that's your ops too. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Zoe Sal. No, Rosario Dawson. I couldn't think of the name. Oh, Rosario Dawson pl- is playing a uh, alien person Jedi. Oscar Isaac mm. was Oscar in Isaac the, is Hispanic. Yep. Yeah. Oh shoot. And uh, Diego Luna is a Mexican actor. And I saw him on the cover of the magazine, and I was like... Rosario Dawson is black, too, though, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. We sneak in on everything. Hell yeah, man. Like we said, man, you give us a heated (laughs) skating (laughs) rink. There you (laughs) go. take that, too. But yeah, Uh, that's that's kind of an example of Hispanic people getting recognized for whatever role. It didn't didn't have an ethnicity behind it. One of them was a fucking alien. See, and they're like, hey. and then they covered her face. They covered a black person. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was really cool that we got represented in the Star you see, Wars franchise. That's what needs to happen. Where we got to talk about the industry as a whole, and the industry is only about ten companies, right? Uh, Disney, right. Disney, about four of them by by itself, right? Exactly. Um, um, Netflix, yeah, HBO. Uh-huh. And then the the reason why I named the big companies, not the production companies, is because those are the ones doling the money out. Right. So if you're going to dole the money out, tell the production companies, hey, look, listen, man, we got to fill a quota. Okay. Right. I'm sorry to say, but quotas sometimes have to work until it becomes the norm. You got to be like, yo, look, you need seven Hispanic people, 10 black people, 12 white people in these movies for the next year until it becomes wired in your brain that this has to happen. But... You guys have to go after the whole industry. Don't just be pointing single movies out because that's their that's their story. Mm-hmm. You do whatever you want with your story, man. I don't mm-hmm. care. But honestly, especially when the project is already made, it's already done. It's in the can. Eh. Leave it alone. Whatever. He I'm not is watch coming it. out. John L is coming out in the Santa movie called Violent Night. Why he got? Why go got to be? Why got to be violent? I'm gonna go watch. As a uh, David Harbour. You know David Harbour is? He's he a white guy with a brown beard? Yeah. That describes a lot of people, but yeah, that's him. Um, that's the only thing. He was in the Stranger Things. No, I don't know who no. that is. Uh, he's playing Things. Santa, and John L. holds this family hostage for Aww. money, and Santa comes in and kicks all their asses. It's like Santa John Wick. It's pretty funny. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna go watch it because I like that. I'll, I'll watch it. I don't this. think I've seen John Leguizamo in a movie in a long time. Have you seen the John Wicks? He's in the John. Wicks. Oh, he is. Yeah. Who he be playing? In? He's the car garage guy that like can like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what the industry needs? Another ocean. Another ocean. Yeah. We need another oceans because they got they got George Clooney on vacation making movies now. They do, yeah. What what is this man? With Julia Roberts. With Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts, I right, though. Yeah. Ben I. <laughs> and her what's her niece name? Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Uh, man, 
Emma Roberts ain't, ain't not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I loved Unfabulous. I I am a big Unfabulous but fan. I ain't gonna say I'm a big Unfabulous fan. If you had to choose, we're gonna do a, a speed Go round. Ahead, I'm ready. All right, thanks for watching. Uh, this episode of the Men on the Internet podcast. Please, if you're watching on YouTube, give us a like, give us a comment. Helps out with the algorithm and gets people engaged in watching the show. If you are listening on a streaming platform, audio only, leave us a review and let everybody know how much you love the show. My name is Kerbin. That's Chris. And we will catch you guys next time.